Welcome to Hype Mind. I'm Meg. I'm here with Emily. And we're talking about Bridgerton episode, episode four. four. When things are, we are cooking with gas. Is that what you say? I say cooking with oil. Oh, I say cooking I, with I've gas. I've recently found out a lot of people say it in different ways. Uh, yeah. Episode four. The first time I immediately wanted to watch the next episode. Me too. In fact, I hit play and then and I was I like, no, nope, Meg, stop. stop. Meg and I are, before you... For the listeners, we are going week by week, which is pretty hard because the show builds, you guys. This show was made to be binged. Yes, 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 This yes. is a bag of Doritos. Have you ever had one serving of Doritos and put the bag away? No, dog. Once you that's pop, what we're trying to do here. Once you pop, you can't stop. And we would love, I would love to have flown right into episode five. I, I also started it. I paused halfway through the first five minutes because I was like, I can't do it. I can't yeah, get I'm them gonna, crowded. I'm going to get them confused. I'm going to get them crowded in my head because they're almost all the same. I just need to say one thing about this episode. There is a string cover of Robin's Dancing on My Own, which is mm-hmm. the best song of the millennia, in my opinion. In opinion. Wow. So I was very much here for it. Is that and 2000 he, to 2022? Sure. The mm-hmm. longing glances accompanying this song. I mean, it was... Put that in my veins. They I did not break eye contact. Was here for it. Yes. Uh very much the same, Meg. That's why at the end of the episode, I so mad at Shonda Rhimes. That freaking dirty dog. We'll get there. She knows what she did. And Shonda Rhimes, if you listen to this, I stand by what I just said. You're a freaking dirty dog. I'm interested to hear how this compares to what happens in the book. And I, I assume you're going to tell us, Emily. Who, me? I assume no. you're going to walk us through it. Not the book devotee. I am a book devotee of this That's series. why you're here. That's why I'm here. It's my passion. Good morrow. Meg, right off the right off the bat, though, would you do the Viscount to own Aubrey Hall, the house? Would I? What? Would What's you get with him? Would you marry? To own that house. Yeah, he 1, owns the house. 1,000%. But you have to be married to Anthony. Yeah, no, I do it for half that house. That house is incredible. That was the best. The house is the star of the show. Pemberley who? <laughs> oh, you burn, Jane Austen. <laughs> Take that, Jane. <laughs> get out of here, Jane. Okay, so we're getting ready for the Hearts and Flowers Ball, which is very much a morph dance. Uh-huh, yes, 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 um, yes, yes. You had morph, right? Of course. I've got the photos. Okay. Yeah, me same. My husband didn't have morph. They had two dances a year. Prom and homecoming. That was it. Get at, where did he go to high school? Virginia. Our sh- entire social lives revolved yes. around that month's dance. Yep. There's the, a dance what, every the month. Theme? What are we wearing? Who are you taking? How Who's are you driving? asking? What's the day date? What's are the activity? Are we waking up at 6 a.m. to go hike the Y or 7 those were, oh yeah, you grew up in Utah County. Yeah, I sure did. I don't remember a single day date I went on. I think I made them go laser tagging once, and I stand by that. We did miniature golf. Oh. Frisbee golf. Oh. Hiked the Y. Do you remember, though, getting asked by someone you did not want to be with and being like, all day? I, Emily loved every dance I went to. Yeah. I, all, those were long dates. I only had like one dance that I was like, I have um, a thrill. Sorry if any of my yeah, former no, high school. I, there was one dance where I actually liked the person. Yes, same. Mine was junior prom. I did like him, and so it meant a lot. But I three, I made a huge mistake. I three-pronged my hair for prom. Three-pronged your hair? I know. Like it was a Friday night. Wait, what was I no, thinking? No, 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 no. I, I don't understand what oh, that Oh, you means. know those curling irons that have three prongs? Oh, like a wave. And it makes it just wait. It literally looks like a, anyone's day look. That's what I did for prom. No, I regret it. but that was it. huge in 2002, 2003. Yeah, for school, not for prom. Someone burned me hard. Someone was like, oh, that hair? I'll never forget. It's been 20 years, and I've never what forgotten. What would you have done? Like an Lindsay Roseanne, you know what you did. Um... 
yeah, I was I would have I should have done an updo. But the problem was we're getting deep into my problem now. The problem was my mom let me wear a not sleeveless dress, but a thin strap dress. Ooh. So she, because I had a thin strap dress, which was bright red, she told me I had to wear my hair down to partially cover my bare back. Like, are we talking spaghetti? Strap? No, thicker. They're like, um, shoulders are bare though. Shoulders are bare, and they're not. And it's not a. It's not as thick as BP Nordstrom tank tops. Okay, thinner than that. Okay, it was Express tank tops. Okay, yeah, yeah, but yeah, still yeah. not thin. Still way better than. So my mom said I had to wear my hair down. Okay, and that's where we ended up, and it's one of my biggest life regrets. Wow. And that's why you're in therapy. I did. (laughs) I'm in therapy, and I didn't marry my prom date, mom. Um, Okay. Well, speaking of moms, Daphne's really showing that she's a chip right off the old block. I can't. Can I say this? I don't like Daphne. I don't know why she owns one dress. She wears the same purple dress every day, and it's really bumming me out. And her whole. Oh, I'm a married woman now. I know how florals are arranged. Like, get out of here, yeah, Daphne. Daphne. You've been married for like five minutes. And the thing about the books, trigger warning, is Daphne's not a main character in this book. They each get their own book. And yeah. the siblings pop in and out, but none of them are like featured actors here. Yeah. So having Daphne get her own like storyline this episode was like, whatever. Um, Anthony's being very moody because he's like, why did we let the Sharmas come? Blah, blah, blah. Upstairs, meanwhile, the Sharmas are chatting. Edwina says prick a lot of times. Yes. I'm uncomfortable. Yes. And she's says she's talking about Kate's beasting, but we all see through the ruse. Shonda mm-hmm. Rhimes. Mm-hmm. You think you're the very fact that clever. Edwina is not seeing it at this point. I'm worried about her intelligence. Yeah, she's an idiot. And here's a another trigger warning for better in the book. In the book, mm-hmm. Edwina is not this dress for the Viscount. She's like, whatever about him. She knows it's the best catch. So because she loves her family, she's willing to make it. But she doesn't like feel drawn to Antony. In the book, is Edwina aware of this arrangement with the Sheffields? Wearing. No, it's okay. not a thing in the book. Oh, this okay. is not a thing in the book. In the book, it's just like their family needs to make an advantageous match because they don't have that much money, and okay. they all know they don't. But because the show brought in these beautiful actresses who have a different ethnicity than white English people, I feel like they gave them this other storyline of they we, they came from India. Interesting. And so they kind of had to build that up. I do like the India stuff. I think it's I love it. Super and I love these actresses. They're stunning. The yeah. mom from mom to daughter to stepdaughter. They're yeah. all very pretty. But it is annoying. I, I cannot stress this enough. I hate that they're making it a sister a sister tussle over a man. Do you think it will be? It it's definitely gonna be. <sighs> it's starting. I don't like that. It's starting. And I don't like it because also in the book, Edwina just loves her sister and they love each other so much. Mm-hmm. And that's the only reason Kate is even kind of torn because she's like, if Edwina is at all interested in the Viscount, I would never step into it. But then Edwina loves her sister so much. As soon as she sees them interacting, she's like, go at it. Okay. And the dog should be more in, in the mix. Yeah, we are not seeing enough of that corgi. New in. Um, okay, so back in dreary old Linden Town, we get to segue over to the modiste who's making haste, being boots on the ground for Lady Whistledown. Love it. She's women supporting women. This is it. This is strong females <laughs> building up each other with secret gossip. Dumois. Mm-hmm. This is Dumois. This is yes, and Dumois is female, right? Yes, they are female. They are female. I mean, by all accounts and purposes, they do have a female voice on their podcast. They do use a voice. 
generator, they give high female vibes. Okay. Um, so the modiste was like sewing papers into a dress, sending it to the print shop where we see Eloise print book, the printer boy looking on like, oh, what's he's gopping is mm-hmm, what I wrote. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's a new development that I don't think we're going to see the end of yet. Okay. I, be- I predict the printer boy will be back. With Eloise. Yeah. Right. Because he can intellectually challenge her like no one else can. No one can. No one's a feminist like this boy is. Yes. No one who's rich is also a feminist. Right. Obviously. obviously. I mean, why would they be? Um, so back in the boring country, Daphne's like, I think I'll get to know Edwina. Um, who cares, Daphne? Penn is getting constantly burned by Colin. I know. It's tough. It's tough. And Eloise is also, I mean, she's getting burned on both sides from She's getting Bridgerton burned because yeah. Eloise is being such a jerk about Lady Whistledown. Those Bridgertons think they're gregarious and generous and the genteel, but they're not, for a lot of the time, they're not very nice. Agreed. I, I agree. I think they're selfish. Yeah. Um, Which is fine, but don't act like you're the best family on the block. They're right. not even that nice to each other, which they should be nicer for the record. That's part of the book. I agree. So Eloise is like, I love feminism. And I don't, I have a new person I love and it's not Lady Whistledown. And um, Penelope's like, oh, and then Colin's like, I'm going to go see season one's Mariana Crane. Who freaking cares? And then Who Penelope's like, oh. does care, by okay. the way? Mariana Crane, Mariana, whatever her name is, who gives a crap? She is a character that matters a lot later, but she's not in any of the books. She matters a lot later, but she's not in any of the books. I said what I said. What? What? Is this like a, a the handsome beast thing? Like like the Harry Potter? You know, the, they're not the Harry Potter books, but the Fantastic Beasts. Oh, okay. Is this another series? <laughs> Wait, hold on a minute. I'm sorry. Ben <laughs> just asked me, is this like the handsome beast from Harry Potter? What? I was like, I guess she means when when Sirius Black turns into that dog. I don't know. I did not have any idea what you were talking about. Okay. Well, no. No, it's not. And I can tell you later if you want, and I will ask you at a turn in time, do you want me to tell you more? And you can decide. But it's not as relevant yet. Okay. Everyone, keep listening. Do you okay. care? You'll find out. Colin does look better with the spray tan this season. It's a lot of bronzer. It's a lot of bronzer, but he does like his face finally has definition. It's Chriselle in Selling Sunset level of bronzer. Yeah, which there's something that kind of just ends up making him look like Cabbage Patch Dolls. You know what I mean? Because the Cabbage Patch doll is just a round sphere with, like, painted on creases. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, like, Chriselle, I think, looks like a Cabbage Patch. I have called multiple people this week a Cabbage Patch doll. Chriselle being one. Second is Natasha Leone from Russian Doll. I haven't watched season two yet. Is it good? So far, I think it's intriguing. Okay. She really looks like a Cabbage Patch doll because her bangs are permed. Do you remember that one Cabbage Patch doll that had, like, crinkly bangs? Uh, No. You know which one I had? Can't it wait. W- it, like knew you were the mom somehow. And so if you walked for far enough away, no. it would start crying. I hate that. I loved it when I was five. Wow. We both really just talked to her about our own destiny. As a five-year-old, I was like, someone shut that thing up. Yeah. And here I am. Mother of three. Mother of three. And I'm thriving too. No one worry. <laughs> um, so Colin does look better. I also think the hairdresser is doing a huge favor to Kate this season, this episode. They finally loosened up her coiffure. Kate's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she has these like loose tendrils tendrils um and I think they made her look more alluring after the beat kiss to be like yeah 
hey, yeah, look at her. You know, not, not as rigid. Yeah, she's loosening up. She got to get softer. I just want to remind everyone, though, Anthony was meant to suck the venom out of Kate's breast. And I will never forgive Shonda Rhimes for this one. Yeah, so I was thinking a lot about what you told us last episode while watching this. And my number one question is, where are we going here? If you're taking this drastic a detour, how are how are you getting us back on route? Right, because half of the book or not like I'd say a fourth of the book is them married. And, like, what happens after they're married. Really? So, like, uh, season one. Yeah. And it's not all happily ever after once you get married. Julia Quinn is very good about that. Most mm-hmm. of her books, well, book three, they don't get married right away. They get married at the end. Book Oh, spoiler. Book four, also the end. But book five starts, like, they're married. And the whole book is, like, what's this relationship like? Yeah. Okay. Um, And you know what? 18-year-old Emily could have used some of these real-life marriage stories. Because you had an idealized... Marriage was the goal. Marriage would be. Marriage was the solution to the only problem I thought I had, which was being single. Yeah, and I was wrong. Sure. And if you're 18, spoiler (laughs) alert, you guys, problems don't end once you get married. (laughs) So you'll still be the same person. (laughs) You'll just have someone who brushes their teeth really loud. (laughs) And so, gear up for that. Um, but you know what? Here's the spoiler. You probably brush your teeth loud too. And isn't that hard to realize? One day I caught myself chewing. I heard myself chew. I was like, wow, I hate myself as much as I hate everyone else. Yep. That's a, it's a tough reality. I don't chew loud. It's a big thing for me. Chewing, the sound of chewing will be the thing that kills me. Uh, uh, yes. I hate like a, that. (laughs) (laughs) It's also why I hate when people kiss on TV shows and it's not because I'm afraid of intimacy because I'm not. I asked my therapist. It's the noise. The mouth noises. The mouth noises are so, like, I hate hearing it. Anything that indicates saliva moving is too much. If, if there was no noise to kisses, I'd watch them all day. Sure, fine, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the noise for me. Yeah, it's, and the fact that they, like, amp up the noise yeah they cruel. really zero in Chriselle and jason when they kiss it is like oh <laughs> so tough <laughs> so tough uh, meanwhile edwina's cock blocking herself by sending kate out on the hunt because she's a feminist yeah and who is i guess both of them her main thing is like kate the viscount won't marry me because you're mean to him so what i'm gonna do is shove you to it's a real parent trap mm-hmm. but she's also cock blocking her it would be like if um, the, the, the stepmom from Parent Trap put, oh, well, yeah. Remember at the end when she sends him camping alone? Yeah, but that's the mom. Oh, that's sends right. Meredith Blake with Nick So Parker. it would be like if Meredith Blake was constantly like, the two of you guys should go spend time together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well. P.S. Yeah. Not the villain of that movie. Meredith Blake? Yeah. Who is then? Uh, the twins. Meredith Blake was just out here securing her future, you know? Listen, Meredith Blake, I think, was blatantly... A, tre- a a gold digger, and if yeah. Nick chose Good that for her, in it's this his economy? choice. In the pandemic, she's Christine from real. You guys, Meg and I just watched Selling Sunset. <laughs> it's all we care about, okay? And I, and if you don't watch it, I highly suggest it. We did get one viewer watching Selling Sunset because of how much we talked about it. We did, yeah. Modern Dad, what up? Oh, hey, hey, Modern Dad. Um, he's like, I'll finally give it a try because of how much you and Meg talk about Selling Sunset. It is the best reality TV show. By far. Hands down. You know what we should do? We should do a episode after the reunion on Sunday. Would love to. Okay. I can't wait. Tune in next week. I got a lot to say about these outfits. About 
Bridgerton or Selling Sunset? Selling Sunset, well, obviously. I have a lot to say about both. Yeah. I, okay, okay, this is a Bridgerton podcast. We'll do okay. Selling Sunset next week. So speaking of Bridgerton, only feminists go on hunts. Right. Witches, a.k.a. only witches are hunting. But obviously Kate's great at hunting. Because, Obviously. like, she's good at everything Dear about. cling to the edges of the forest. Everybody knows this. Everyone knows this. But before we get to see KB, uh, the best hunter in things, we get to see stupid Colin going to the crane house. Is that not wildly inappropriate? Yeah. And also, right now, I was like, scratch what I said about Colin looking good because he's wearing a top hat and he looks dumb. <laughs> but not Who as looks good in a top hat? Kate. Oh, sure, she, yeah, yeah, that, that she look, wore the hell out of that, that top hat. That was a good look. She looks incredible. Yeah. But he looks dumb, A, because of the top hat, and B, for showing up at his old Flames house to be like, oh, she her had twins. married Flames Her house. married Flame. And not even a flame. I would call it like a flint flame. Like, it's barely a flame I mean, there. weren't they engaged? Yeah, but they barely spent time together. They sure. were only engaged because like she wished engagement. it. engagement. Yes. So she and her husband's a horticulture and like cough, cough, book warning. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I need you to understand in the book. I'm ready. Sir Philip Crane, Sir Philip Crane is a horticulture, okay, botanist person. Yes. And they talk a lot, a lot about how big his hands look holding petals. Oof. It comes up every chapter. Wow. He's supposed to be a very large man. Okay. And we're going to circle back there because I'm irate about it. Um, but first, we're like back to the field where all the ladies hang out. And Daphne's like, um, Edwina, you don't know my brother at all. Because Edwina's like, I just want to marry someone who's really pleasant and lovely. Yeah. And Daphne's like, my brother's a dick. So uh, I don't again, understand this. Edwina might be kind of dumb. Edwina might be an idiot. Um, her sister, I mean, Daphne's just like, this is not the girl for my brother. And she is a girl, not a woman, if I may. Yeah. She, like, Unlike Britney Spears, she has not yet faced that crossroads. Nope, she has not. And her dumbness, I think, falls under girl. I mean, isn't she also like 15 years old? She's probably like, in the book, she's 19. Okay. No, in the book, she's 17. Wait, 18? Whatever. She's a baby. She's a baby. She she does it. She just went to junior prom in the book. Yeah. Wore her hair down like yeah, an idiot. She, she used a three-prong Yep, three prong. Okay, so Kay's looking so hot in this hunt. With the top hat. It's a blue. A, top hat. B, her face is sweating a ton. They must have been very hot filming this. She looks amazing, though. She looks great. She left her pearl powder at home, obviously. And Anthony looks as dumb in a top hat as Colin. Sure. But Kate, like we mentioned, she looks incredible. Sure, sure, sure. Then we get to go back to Sir Philip Crane's house. Sir Philip Crane shows up, and I'm irate because he needs to be, like, more Tom Hardy, less Chris Pine. He's oh, not a gentleman. Wow. And that's part of his storyline is like he's not a soft, dent, gentle gentleman. But is he like a gentleman in like he's nobility? He's like a gentleman in the sheets, but a gruff man in the streets. Okay, but like does he have a title? Because it's not a big thing. Well, he's just a sir. So he's oh, not. Well, but just he is a so, sir. Get out of here. So he is nobility, but he's not a lord. He's a mm. probably a baron, I think is what he is. Sure. But I could be wrong. He might just be a knight. No, no, no. He's a baron because it goes family. Yeah, so he's the lowest prong. So he's not, so his wife wouldn't even be a lady. She would just be a missus. Okay, so like he's like one step away from being a fishmonger at the market. Correct. Okay. He's one bad birth away from being a fishmonger. Okay. okay not like okay. six, like if you were a Viscount. Okay. Anyway, I'm just so irate that this is how Sir Philip Crane looks. Like who did the casting and why are they obsessed with milk toast? Maybe a milk toast enthusiast. And, and I mean the men. Now that the Duke is gone. The men are all like white, boring guy. You could find it any, any BYU class. Bunch of zoobs. Bunch of zoobs making dumb, modest decisions. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's just like BYU. Okay, that's not a zoo. When Kate pulls up her dress to step over a log, Oof. and she flashes her thigh highs, Oof. her stocking. Yes. Was that as hot as I burn for you? I think yes. I think so, too. I mean, it was subtle and sexy. Yeah. And I'm inspired. Me, too. To wear thigh highs. Me, too. <laughs> Where do I get them? I don't know, but Not I'm sure. going to find them. Uh, probably that one store that sells SEX stuff. Blue Boutique. Blue Boutique. <laughs> What's the is. other one? J- PJ Punksters. P- Broody. <laughs> oh, my God. Dirty what? Joe Punksters. Dirty Joe Punsters. 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 Spanish Fork. Spanish Fork. Yeah. One time I went, okay, thank you for bringing up Dirty Joe Punsters. <laughs> I bring up Dirty Joe Punsters every opportunity. Okay. <laughs> one time I went with a friend to Dirty Joe Punsters to pick up a bridal shower cup. Yeah. As we one drove does. from Provo to Spanish Fork, got there. There's a sign on the door being like, we're a family run business <laughs> and we've had an emergency and we are closed for the day. <laughs> and I think about that once a month. <laughs> this happened in like 2005. <laughs> Like mom and pa hired mom all their pa. kids. <laughs> Dirty Joe Punsters being closed for a family event truly thrills me every time I remember it. Thank you so much for that, Meg. That's so incredible. We'll, Meg and I will be getting thigh highs at Dirty Joe Punsters. One, and one quick thing about Blue Boutique. Yes. For a while, they were running ads on KRCL featuring 15th century corsets. <gasps> and it was like, but how do we know? <laughs> What's the difference between a 15th century and like a 16, like what, are you going to give us a course in corsets? The well bone, I like, guess. Do I have to Google this prior to purchasing a corset to know exactly what I'm wearing and uh, what century it and comes And why from. do I care? And also, I love that they were like, hey, we're going on public radio. What, <laughs> what's our angle here? You know what those nerds love? Corset history. Century corset. <laughs> they love talking about the news bipartisanly and history. Yes. So let's talk about our corsets. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, Blue Boutique, do you want to sponsor us? Hey, speaking of, we're looking for sponsors. Thigh speaking highs. of, wait, scratch that. Speaking of, you would be so lucky to sponsor us. Yeah, can you imagine how easily we would weave in conversation about your product? We're not even going to do ad breaks. We'll just talk about it organically. Yeah, doy. That's not a promise. We can, If it works, we will. Yeah, like email me. Sponsors like, have at thebeehive.com. Do you know where I like to get my thigh highs? The Blue Boutique. They have ruffles. They have some that have... Ties, that's how I talk about it, Meg. Yeah, it's me just too. an example. Me too. Don't have the strength to go on, question mark? For me, bad movies somehow give me something to look forward to in this dark, dark world. Well, I have the solution for you. Listen to Bad Movie Club on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you listen, we promise to pop off clean, play boots the house down in the club tonight. And that's a promise. See you there. <laughs> Okay, so Penelope and Eloise are like trying to get along with the other scene. They're trying to get all the other single gals into their coven of feminism, but they're not interested in pledging allegiance to Hecate, and they're just going to go ahead and do whatever their moms want. Yeah, because they love their mamas. Because they just want to get married. Meanwhile, back at the hunt, Anthony is doing some real slut shaming for the kiss he initiated. And he seems like he's trying to, like, teach Kate how to hold a gun, but she already knows how to do it. And this guy's insufferable. At this moment, I hated Anthony. I mean, I think the whole point of Anthony is you're supposed to hate him, but love him. Yeah, I just wish they showed a little more good. Sure. I mean, he's a rake, as we've been told. He's a rake, and rakes do what rakes got to do. But he's also just kind of a guy. He's being a stereotypical man. 
Yeah, I agree. And I don't, and that's a little different from a rake because a rake's supposed to be a little bit of a playboy, and you're supposed to be like, oh, that guy, you know? This guy's just kind of a chauvinist. Is this guy's just sort of a chauvinist. Yeah. Okay. When yeah, he's like, you kissed that. me. And I was like, you guys kissed each other, A. Eh? Yeah. She can kiss whoever she wants. She's six and 20. Yeah. This She has six and 20. Let her kiss who she will. Yeah. Anthony, you're the one who's still trying to date her sister. You're clearly in the wrong. Right. All right, well, back at the crane house, Mariana asked Colin, like, why he actually came. And I was like, oh, same. Yeah, good question. She's not nice to him. She's very abrupt. And this entire storyline, I believe, is only happening to set up other seasons. Okay. Because this rational, but put the rational biatch in your memory, because I think it's going to be relevant later. And this is where I could or could not tell you something if you want to know. I mean, can you tell me now? Yeah, I could tell you something about Mariana. Okay, so Mariana Crane is actually a huge part of Eloise's story. Oh, Eloise. Eloise's story, who is to Dear Sir Philip with love. Dun, dun, dun. What? Also, Eloise's stepmom. What? And I'm a stepmom. And that's why I hate Eloise because I know she's all the worst parts about myself. If you let yourself, you would really like Eloise. No, I won't because she's insufferable. That tall dude tried to dance with her and she mocked him. And I hope. I hope I'm not that bad of a friend, Meg. To the tall dude? To you. If you're my Penelope, she's a bad friend, Eloise. Okay. Anyway, Mariana Crane is a person who exists in the Bridgerton world. She's actually supposed to be Eloise's cousin, not Penelope's. I'm fine with that edit. But Sir Philip Crane is a huge part of book five. He is book five. Dear Sir Philip, with love. Okay. Well, I am looking forward to four years from now when we can watch that play out. I hope his hands get bigger. What will this podcast be in four years? We'll either have like five times listeners or everyone will have given up. It really could go either way. Either way. I we, our, my confidence is it could Depends go Depends on way. if we get those sponsorships. <laughs> Sponsors at thebeehive.com. Sponsor us. Uh, you could be a part of the next sentence. Edwina continues to cock block herself by telling Kate to keep doing what she's doing with the Vicana at the ball. And what she's doing, Edwina, is flirting, you idiot. Yeah, she's really not smart. Kate, with her hair unbound, glorious, and in a nightgown of my dreams, creeps down to the library to get a book because she can't read. And Anthony shows up at the book. It shows up in the library, too. And this is another trigger book warning. Okay. Okay, in the book, Kate is terrified, like has panic attacks, terrified of storms. Because she has a repressed memory that they find out later that involves a storm and her mom dying. So like a big storm, like the one they have in this show, would have sent her under the table in a panic attack. And that's how Anthony finds her. And you're probably thinking, Emily, who cares? It's fine. But the reason that storyline is nice is because it shows Kate's vulnerability. Yeah. Because Kate's kind of a bad A, which I love her for. She's a boss babe. She's a boss babe. Edwina's a bimbo. <laughs> um, and Anthony's like a boss too. So two boss energy is hard. You have to give them a little vulnerability to like either of them. Am I right? Yeah, you're absolutely and right. And so I wish that they would have kept that storyline a little bit because I think it makes Kate more likable because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, she ha- hurt people, hurt people is Kate. Is Kate. Um, and it kind of bums me out. But this story... I don't know. Like, the pacing is so much different than the book. It's fine. It's nice that Anthony tells him about the B-gate. Like, because then instead of Kate getting vulnerable at the library, Anthony gets vulnerable about what I called B-gate. Yeah. And Kate almost kisses him. 
But then she walks away, and at this moment, I'm like, okay, I know why the internet's annoyed at this season. Like, more kisses, please. I honestly am a giant prude, and at this point, I'm like, are things ever going to heat up, or what's happening? Are we just going to longingly glance at each other? Yeah, I mean, I think it's been pretty clear that Meg and I are not super comfortable (laughs) with intimacy. (laughs) But I, too, was like, get some tongue action or something. (laughs) Like, do something. Her outfit is sheer. Do something. And I think that's part of the problem, too, with not binging it. It Mm. It's just like, like, if we were binging it, we would have seen that by now. We'd be like, all right, yeah, okay. Yeah. That was sexy. But now it's just like, what are we? I'm a month into this. Yeah, I'm I'm one month into this, and they're still just like, glance. Yeah. Um. I think next episode we do get the pinky grays. So that's Ooh. something to look forward to. Aye, aye, aye. So Daphne and her mom are talking while they're setting up the hearts and flowers ball. Very original Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter. The only thing that this matters is because Daphne comes to the conclusion that the Bridger, all Bridgertons require a challenge. It's in their blood. They need a marriage Ooh. that challenges them. Is there anything worse than a family who like talks about their family in a generality? Like no. all no. Walter's eat scrambled eggs. It's like, well, no, no. Well, if you're a Hutchison, you're funny. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I hate that kind of, yeah. I don't like that family energy. No, I don't either. It's weird. It's culty. Get out of here. Get out of here. Also, because like, why can't people be their own people and choose to still be in your family? What's Absolutely. wrong with that? Absolutely. Hey, and then guys? like, how do in-laws feel walking into that? You know? Uh, yeah. I would love to know. Of I would never, I could never marry into a family that blank everyone does. You Me know, either. like, oof, be really tough for me. Turkey trots. Turkey, no, that's an absolute no. People who turkey trot on Thanksgiving, or I um, um I just couldn't, it, it's a no for me, dog. Yeah, no, no, you're good. I don't want to work out with anybody, myself even. Sure. So let's just make that for a For me, it's thing. like a, a an hour of misery and then I'm done, you know, but it's not fun. For me, it's like I take my dog on a walk and I call it a workout. Yeah. Like perfect. when I, you go to the doctor and they're like, how much activity do you get a week? I'm like, I don't know. I, 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 go, well, I walk twice a day is what I tell them. But what I fail to mention is... I'm walking my dog. She stops a lot. Her legs are short. It's still a walk. A walk's a walk. And it's by myself. Yeah. Thank you very much. Okay, back at the flower and hearts ball. Well, there's three hearts. It's stupid. But Kate has these slut strands happening. She looks great. Yeah, she does look good. She looks incredible. Kate, I'm so glad they're giving Kate what she deserves. She's Which is stunning. Everything. Yeah. So the ball, Eloise is being a selfish brat. I'm going to say that because she does not want to dance. And Penelope's like begging her to dance. How old is Eloise supposed to be? 19. Okay. But uh, Penelope's like begging her to go be glad that someone wants to dance with her because Penelope's regulated to the background. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Penelope's like, just be glad you get to dance. Like, yeah. I hope you dance, Eloise, is what Penelope is saying. And Penelope and Eloise is like, no, I'm a spoiled brat. She's such a middle child. And I say that as someone who's a middle child. It's just, it feels very unrealistic to me for the time. It is. That's why. If someone left you on the dance floor, it'd be the end of your effing life. You couldn't just do that to your own reputation. Yeah. I'm just sick of Eloise. Okay. And I say this from a middle child. For a good year there, I try to make everyone in my family call me Birdie because I thought the name (laughs) Emily was so boring. And I stand by that. But Eloise being like, Mom, I'm not a feminist for attention. I was like, but aren't you? Because yeah, I was burning for attention. You are, you are. We're middle children. We're all doing things for attention. I still do at 36. Yeah, sometimes I like to shock my mom by saying like socialism. Just to like get her. 
Barack Obama. <laughs> Barack Obama, mom. <laughs> um, so the Featherington women are in varying gross shades of pink, and they're trying to entrap their own cousin into marriage, but Penelope sees what's happening. She doesn't like it, and probably because it's her own cousin, she feels as sick, uh, sick as her complexion looks in that shade of pink. It's a it's terrible not good. pink. It's not good. It's a bad dress. Which is the truest thing they do to the books is dress Penelope bad. The Featheringtons so are very tacky. That's their thing. So now we get to Dancing on My Own, Meg's favorite thing that's ever happened. Sparks are flying with the Sharma flying. the Elder. Do not get in the way that you will get caught on fire. Yep. Sharma the Older and Anthony the Insufferable are definitely in love. How do I know? Eye contact. Doi. And the Robin cover. And the Robin cover. No one looks at me with that much love but my dog. I don't think anyone's ever looked at me. I mean, me they love. love each other. And Edwina's her own worst enemy. Talk about dancing on your own. That'll be you, Edwina, because you cannot pick up the subtlest or the most obvious of things. Yeah, it's really tragic. Actually. It's very. So then they run into an, the, a private chamber, which is a huge no, BT dub, and we and it mirrors exactly what's happening with the Featheringtons, which is fun, I think. Mm-hmm. So they run into the office, and Anthony practically begs Kate to tell her that she wants to marry him, not for him to marry Edwina. But Kate won't do it because she's stubborn. And also, why should she have to? Because, like, Anthony doesn't even want to marry Edwina. So why right. are you trying to make Kate tell you? Because you're insecure. Yeah. I just answered my own question. Yeah. Like, so many of men's problems, it comes down to insecurity. Right. Like, you might have gotten rid of those sideburns, but you're still the same insecure person who grew them out in the first place. Right. For attention. Bleach those tips in seventh grade. You haven't changed. <laughs> so um, Daphne and Lady D are lapping up the drama. They freaking love it. They're like, look at all these, look at the drama, look at all this stuff happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, They're just sitting that's, that's what I like to do at parties. Me well. too. I like, I know sometimes I like Lady D and sometimes I don't. I'm undecided. Um, other mother F is trying to catch her own nephew with her own daughter with an audience to shame this tall idiot into marrying his own cousin. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, you better marry her. And Penelope is like, oh, that's her cousin. Yeah. So they get caught in the conservatory and my, and then Lady Mother F was like, I saw him touching her. And so everyone's like, you have to get married now because that's what it was like back then. Speaking of unchaperoned women, this is where Kate, they're by themselves. He gaslights her some more. She's like, you vex me. Mm-hmm. That's a tell as old as time, right? And he's like. Expressions of hate turn yep. into making out. Opposite of love is hate, which is why if you get divorced, the best thing you can do is be indifferent, you guys. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. So she says he vexes her, but I think she really means you sexes me. Whoa, you said it. I said it. Big step for you. No. The other day I texted my brother about something and I said intercourse and he was like why will you not just spell out you won't even (laughs) spell out i'm sorry why were you texting your brother about intercourse okay we went to go see the movie everywhere everything all at once yes 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 and i said they have adult paraphernalia in it but it is not used in the setting of intercourse okay which is a hard thing to try to figure out how to say without just saying sex 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 Whew. Sexual items. Are you okay? <laughs> I made it. I am blushing. 
Okay, so then she's like, I hate you. And then Daphne spies this tableau, and Anthony doubles down on being a sexist, being like, I don't have to marry her. Because Daphne's like, well, you have to marry Kate now. I just saw you guys in a room by yourself. And if you remember back to season one, I had to marry the Duke because you caught us by ourselves. And Anthony's like, I don't have to do anything. I'm a man. And Daphne's like, be rational. You obviously like her. Just give yourself the chance to love Kate because you know you want to. And then we leave it at that. Like, oh, everything's going to be fine. Everything is not going to be fine. Hey, Daphne, in one ear, out the other. Are you okay? I'm not okay. Prudence immediately becomes her mom and puts Penelope down because she's like, I'm going to be Lady Featherington. I'm marrying my own cousin. I'm obviously a lot cooler than you. Is what happens there. Because if I know anything... Yes. About anything. You become very cool when you get married. <laughs> and when you marry your cousin. Everybody texts you more once you get married. Once you get married, A, no more problems. B, <laughs> you're very popular. Everybody wants to be your friend. You Twice as hard as they did You didn't lose half of your friends. You gained <laughs> double his friends. What, your husband has no friends? Great. Same scenario. So you do have half of the friends you had. Yeah. <sighs> uh, and you know what? He doesn't want to go to dinner with any of them. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing. And you can't leave him every night because then what's the point of getting married? Why did you get married? And also don't get a pixie haircut just because you got married. I know the urge is there. I literally did that my first year oh, of marriage. No. I knew it, Meg. Literally. And how did you feel? Cute for like a minute and then realized it was, it was the same as bangs. You, you know? have to grow it out. You any, have to grow it out. Any hairstyle you love the day after the cut once you got to do it on your own, it's like, this was a, this was this the was worst thing I've ever done. This was a mistake. Yeah. Um, I was older when I got married. I was one in 30. And luckily, <laughs> I was 30. old enough to know. Dude, <laughs> I had seen enough friends chop a pixie that I knew. No. Nope, right of passage. It's not the move. No. I think I got a piercing. Yeah. But in retrospect, there, was, it is like a very real, like, identity shift. And you need a physical expression of that. Who am I and why am I not the same I was two days ago? Exactly. Yeah. Going to chop off all my hair because that's going to fix it. I was like, I'm going to give a piercing. In retrospect, I wish I would have gotten a tattoo because I wonder what I would have gotten. I bet it would have been wild. The thing about tattoos is I know whatever I pick today, I would well, hate, hate a year for now. I know because for many years I was like, if I ever get tattoos, I'm going to get a short stack of pancakes. One, because you're going to love pancakes when you're 90. Yeah. Two, I was trying to push the nickname Short Stack on all my <laughs> friends. <laughs> I mean, isn't that a fun nickname? It is. <laughs> okay, thank you. No, it didn't take? No one no yeah. one did. I have one friend who will do it, and now I'm like, it's not worth it. Sorry, fetch isn't going to happen. Fetch is I walked into happened. my house the other day and thought, I hate every design choice I made in here. I can't do that to my body. Absolutely. I hate every outfit I own summer to summer. Why did I buy that? My closet right now, burn it down. Burn it to the ground. Everything. Um, Meg's having a sale. And if you love, go to Pibs Exchange for for great deals and killer clothes. Sponsors at the Beehive. I'm not even sure that's the correct email address. (laughs) Try it. Sponsors at the Beehive.com. I know I set one up. Shields check. Uh, meanwhile, Lady D and Kate meet on the porch to swap secrets, but I guess because we all forgot about that inheritance storyline, Lady D brings it back up. Like, oh, does Edwina know about the inheritance? Are we doing too much here? We're doing way too much here. Yeah. Thank you for asking that. Because then Lady D is like trying to cuff, like tough love Kate. Which and, feels impractical to and me. And she's like, just be honest with Edwina. But what I don't understand is, does Lady D know that Kate and the Viscount love each other? She seems to. I don't get it. Kate's like, I really dislike this whole thing was pointless. Um, yeah, it was it was like Shonda Rhimes inserting herself in this. We see you, Shonda. Yeah. Again, love that nightgown, Kate. 
It's a great nine oh, pounds. It's beautiful. They have one like that right now that's not full grown, like not to the ground, but to the knee at J. Crew. It's like that same linen. And really? I bought. It's on sale. Good for you. Um, the uncouth cousin, Jack, finally tells Lady Featherington the truth, which is he's poor. He's like, hey, I don't know why you trap me in marriage. I'm poor. Like those mines I'm constantly talking about are literally worth nothing. I needed Cressida's inheritance to like pay any money. Way to go, Lady which, F. Lady F is clearly maniacal. Why did he not team up with her sooner? Well, it's a failure of communication, Emily. All, all of society's mm. problems come down to failure of communication. If I've learned one thing in my 36 years. Yeah, that, great. And when you get married, you will <laughs> learn this lesson too, you all. <laughs> Let me be clear. I like my husband and I'm glad I'm married. I feel like we've done a lot of here's why marriage is not ideal today. And I think that's a healthy perspective. Uh, yeah, do I, I agree. I love my marriage. I love, okay, I should say, I love my husband. I mostly like my marriage. It ha- Every marriage has its challenges. We, I go to therapy, so I'm good. Yeah. My husband is an angel on earth. You want to know why? Because I tell my therapist I'm mad he doesn't pick up the boxes. He does, he just throws them in the garage. Okay? And you know what? I'm the box thrower. And now I don't, I don't care about it because I told my therapist and you know what she told me? Who cares? They're just boxes. I mean, it's a good point. And that's what it comes down to. Anyway, we have so many tips for marriage. And if you're interested in getting married, may we suggest Hinge. Hinge is an app. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, moving on. Penelope is terrible in mustard. She looks awful. And she's on the stairs and she tries to reason with Colin that she's like, I'm the only woman you could ever possibly love. But this dude is dense and he just goes ahead and insults her. And by the way... Marina, Mariana, whatever. Her own cousin said to Colin, you have people who love you. What about Penelope? Like everyone is telling him, Penelope is your destiny. And he's like, I think Lady Whistledown is a sneaky snake and I hate her. And Penelope's like, woof, that hurt. Yeah. He doesn't look good. Penelope's hairline with that wig is so far back. It is so far back. It's tragic. To be fair, he doesn't know he's insulting her. But he doesn't think he's being nice to her. Mm. I mean, even besides the Whistledon stuff, he's just like, who knows what could have happened? With, he's still just talking about her cousin. Like, anything could have happened. Like, I don't want to break the news to you, Colin. You would not have been happy to marry someone and then find out they were pregnant. You would not have been happy yeah, with probably that. probably not. Um, okay, so then everything's going great. Kate's about ready to be honest with her sister. And then for some dumb reason, Shonda Rhimes, she Shonda Rhimes does, Anthony proposes to Edwina. And that's the end of the episode. And I hated it. And I was infuriated. And I immediately wanted to watch the next one. And that's everything here. We'll be back for episode five. And if you have stuff to say to us, I would love to hear it. Meg and I are very open to hearing positive feedback. And if you have negative feedback, what was that fake email Meg gave earlier? Send it there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's feedback at the beehive.com. <laughs> forward slash Emily. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week.